talked for okay two we've, hours. we've talked for two hours we were and we are we were supposed time. to be in and out and we failed <laughs> um this is pancake town the podcast yeah we said it this time i'm emily i'm michelle we, we are missed at, it last we time. missed it last time yeah we're at percolator which is a coffee shop on irving park road near austin so out in my hood in portage park yep um, it's pretty sweet. They have gluten-free upgrades. They do. I love it. So Michelle's I think we could psyched. record here all the time. I'm very oh, happy for sure. with it. I looked to see if there was a space for us to sit in the other side. There's another side. There's another side where there's a record store, yeah. and there's seating over there, yeah. but I couldn't find an outlet. Oh, okay. So that's why we're not over there, and we're just on this side. Um, but yes, it's it's pretty chill. I'm happy with the size of coffee. Right. The large I asked, is I'm like, nice and, and large. And whatever your largest size coffee is, he said five gallons. <laughs> I, like, I almost said, okay, I'll You're like, that. here's my credit but card. It is, it's very big. Yes, it's a good size. We're not using straws. We're not using straws. Per, this per the shed the straw. Hashtag shed, shed the, the straw. straw. Um, yeah, this place is pretty cool. We were very psyched when Josh and I moved to Portage Park. This was one of our... This was definitely a selling point that this coffee shop existed. And this whole block. Because there's Percolator. There's Thrift and Thrive across the street. There's Charlie Noble there. Sandwich Shop that just opened. The, all three of those businesses are owned by the same couple, Joe and Melissa. That's so crazy. Yeah, that I love them. That seems like a lot. I love them. And Sputnik Records, which is attached to Percolator. Um, there's a storefront next to Sputnik, which I have for now two years threatened to rent. And I still haven't. It's real cheap and it's real cute. It's not real cheap. Real cheap would be like fifty dollars. <laughs> it's think. close to that. It's more than that. Though. It's it's like nine hundred dollars a month. That's not real cheap. No, I know. But That's close to how much I pay in rent for my apartment. For your apartment, it is. So no. It is a third. Well, no. It is a little over half what my pre what the previous space. Sure was in Ravenswood but also it has it half so the walking traffic um but yeah every once in a while I'm like that's real cute it's so cute I love it take that money and finish your attic that's exactly what's gonna happen so no um so oh, Michelle they also oh have, um, Mandy yes from Mad, Mad Canvases, Canvases work yeah. on the wall I didn't know that was gonna be here that's pretty cool yeah it's really awesome she has some really big pieces up that are lovely um yeah it looks really good in here Sometimes they have like multiple artists on the wall mm. and that feels a little more like confusing, sure. I guess, when there's like five different artists with stuff all over the place. This feels awesome because yeah, it's, it's all like her a stuff. Takeover. Yeah. Um she'll be at Show of Hands in November. And she's in the group. In the and she's in our Pancake group. Town group. Yep. Shout out to Mandy. Um I'm gonna try to remember to take a picture yeah. before we leave of the stuff. Um so Michelle emailed me what last night, yesterday, day before yesterday. I think I gave you. You gave like, me one day, twenty-four hour notice. Yeah. <laughs> um, about this um thing that she signed up for. You've you guys have obviously heard us talk about girl boss, it was the like whole girl Instagram boss ad, thing. Yes, I think, um, and it was like sign up for this, download this things, thing. I'm like, ooh, a free small business advice download. Sign me up. This is stuff I can make fun of on the podcast. <laughs> Here's some shit we can tear apart. Yeah. Um, we, if you've listened to our girl boss episode, which was a million years ago, was. um, 
you get ready for it because I'm sure there's going to be some more feelings coming up about I mean, yeah, that. because people don't, people who are just listening may have not listened back. Yeah. So if you listen to this episode, then probably like go head back to the archives there and that find the girl boss like episode. So I think, yeah, it was a very early episode. Rip on the term girl boss. So this time, the thing that Michelle signed up for is, is legit the girl boss like company. Which so I didn't s- actually know. So <laughs> Sophia, I'm a, Amoruso, Amoroso, Amoruso. Um, so the super duper compact version of her deal is that this is the girl that when she was 20 something years old, 22 or whatever, had an eBay store where she resold vintage clothing. She also was her, uh, so her company was called Nasty Gal. So she started that a couple years after the eBay thing started when she was successful off of eBay started her own company doing the same thing, reselling vintage stuff mm-hmm. and clo- whatever, clothing stuff online. Quickly turned that into a million dollar company, like at age 24 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point, like made millions of dollars over the course of several years. And started selling like other people's. Right. Like, yes. Uh, it became a brand basically. Um, and then yeah. she wrote an autobiography, I think in 2000. 12 or something that was no called idea. the title of it was hashtag girl boss. Mm-hmm. So Michelle and I were saying before this started, like, did she come up with that term? But I'm pretty sure that that kind of existed and she just basically made it popular. Like, I think that we don't her, officially know. I think that she didn't. And I think it'd be I, impossible to figure out. At absolutely. This point, so yeah. And I don't think anyone's claiming that she made up that term. I think it's just become, I think it'd be really hard to claim coming up with any term now. Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah, for sure. Even though you're even your own name. Yeah. <laughs> um, so basically, the timeline went further as she still had Nasty Girl, Nasty Gal. Nasty. Yeah. I keep wanting to call it Nasty Right? Girl. Me too. So she still had Nasty Gal. She wrote this autobiography. It became very popular. At some point, she actually left as CEO. Mm-hmm. Like, she stepped down as CEO for Nasty Gal. Then, like, a year later, Nasty Gal filed for bankruptcy. And then in that same year, she resigned from the board of Nasty Gal. And then apparently last year, she started Girl Boss Media. So, like, now Girl Boss isn't just the name of her autobiography. Mm -hmm. It's actually, like, the name of her company now. Now that I'm thinking about it, how... What are the things on the site that you can pay for? I don't know. I don't know that there's anything on the site that so you can maybe, pay for. So well, maybe, here's something we noticed. So the links that I got were all, like, partnerships with Google. So they're, are you fixing I'm things? I'm finagling things. The sound might change slightly. But it's fine. It wasn't drastic. If the podcast just got ruined. If it just sounded way better or it. way worse, we're sorry. Oh, yeah. Or let us know. Or maybe it doesn't sound different at all, and you're annoyed that we stopped talking about the previous topic. Um, so, yeah, all the links or things that um, I had said that they were a partnership with Google something small business. Google, Google. small t- small thanks. Whatever the fuck the shit, I don't know what they are. Okay. Um, Google um, but has then too many. Emily found stuff where it was it like a partnership quick, with QuickBooks. And then there was another one, right? Yeah, there was some other like insurance or something. So 
maybe it's she a just racket. makes all of her money off of creating these different links that are paid totally. partnerships. Well, so there there is a couple things on here. There's the that girl boss rally. They you have to pay to go to that. Oh. You have to pay to uh, go to a rally? I think so. I think it's like a convention, register. basically. I'm clicking on register. You know what I would love is if we could actually bring in some money from this podcast <laughs> so I can pay for some of these things nope. and then tell people how they were. I would do that. It's not going to happen. With my time. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Okay, wait. Maybe this isn't a thing you have to pay. Oh, no, it costs money. How much does it cost? It's like 30 bucks. All right. Oh, and then there's like we need thirty of no, you to no, give us. No, it's not thirty bucks. It's two hundred and seventy-five bucks. <gasps> Wait, one day shopping pass. One day shopping what are you pass. Shopping? I don't know. Thirty bucks, and then one day general admission tickets. Two hundred and seventy-five. What is early nerd? Early nerd. I think it's supposed to be funny. This is what I'm telling you. These people are not nerds. The, no, honey, it's the thing where. Um, where like the really pretty girl just puts glasses on and now she's a nerd. That was very annoying. It's to me. like um, she's all that. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, like we're all supposed to believe like, that Rachel, oh, Rachel Lee, Lee Cook, Cook is, is just a hermit <laughs> that can't be spoken to by the opposite sex. Like, but then and she just takes her glasses Maybe, off, okay, and now wait, she's gorgeous. Let's redefine the term millennial by if you know who Rachel Lee Cook is or not. Oh, I think that's a really good thing. If you, you are a millennial, if you don't know, who if Rachel you Lee don't Cook know is. what I was just talking about, <laughs> if you have no idea what I just and talked Freddie about. If people, you don't I think know who Freddie Prince is. Jr. is, if you don't know that Freddie Prince Jr. is married to Buffy the Vampire Slayer, no, I think you are not a millennial. That. I do think people know that. I think Rachel Lee Cook is just obscure enough. She is, that you would have to have like some serious references. Yes. I love Rachel Lee Cook. She's all she's mm-hmm. on some new show now as like a person, like a grown-up. I it's feel very like weird. With, I with know the, what you're talking about. With the guy about. from Will and Grace. It's her and the guy from Will and Grace, and the guy from Will and Grace is like a crazy college professor or something, and they like solve crimes. I'm not kidding. No, this sounds right. Somebody tell yeah. us, somebody email us what this is called. Because I thought, oh, isn't that Castle? Yeah, it's similar <laughs> to Castle. Castle. I think it's also like a name. I think it's also like one word. Not that I watched that. I didn't. Okay, we'll figure Ugh. it out. Now anyway, I want to talk about TV. Oh my god, two day VIP weekender, eight hundred dollars. What is this renegade okay, craft fair? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay, we still don't know what this is. We just click. It says girl okay, boss rally. So we clicked register, but it does not say. It what does it not is. say what it is. We're supposed to know. We're supposed to be. If if we were. Oh, there's merch too listen, and corporate tickets. If we were millennials, we would know what this is. Oh wait, you're a millennial. <laughs> Only very technically. Um. Okay, okay so it's a shopping bazaar. Wait, let's get booths, Emily. Okay. We can get a booth? It's a biz- curated <laughs> shopping experience with our fave well, it's two women-run li- shops. It's also, I hate to tell you this, hmm. it's the weekend of show of hands. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you guys, this is just a shopping fair. So they've made money off of the vendor booths, I assume. Yeah. Um, and but this can't be the only source of income for this company. It's an... When they say one day GA, does that mean it's in Georgia? No, that is means that general mean? admission. Oh, okay, I thought it was in Georgia. <laughs> what gen- is GA? General admission. admission. General admission. You got it. So where is it? It's in Brooklyn. Oh, okay. I didn't see that anywhere. Also, where does it say it's in Brooklyn? You're 
Okay, so don't look at this website on your iPad because it's not, they've not optimized this website. Michelle can't find anything. Hey, I, there's no about thing. It's terrible. I mean, I'm going to be on my phone in it's a actually, few minutes. I only have 8% battery It's actually left. better to look at it on your phone. Anyway. I should probably close some apps. So, oh, I have all the apps open. The general <laughs> site that we're looking at that we're going to talk about is, general is just girlboss.com. So if you guys, while you're listening, want to go poke around on this website and see what we're talking about. You guys, two days is $800 to go shopping. <laughs> well, no, this I can, is a racket. But no, there's speakers and stuff. Oh. You're just getting half of the information. Like freaking what's her name was on there. Ar- um, Ariana, what are, not Grande. <laughs> There's another Ariana. Yeah, she's, um, shit. Where did it go? There's another Ariana. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know anything. Um, Oh, no. There's all kinds of shit. There's a bunch of speakers. There's, like, panel things. (laughs) But, like, yes, there's a shopping portion of it. It's. I think it's supposed to be, like, a conference. It's supposed to be, like, you know, when you go to, like, AIGA for, you know, and have a weekend of, like, talking to graphic designers and shit. So if you just want to go shop, it's thirty bucks. <laughs> but go. if you actually want to participate in anything, it's two hundred and seventy-five dollars. Ariana Huffington. Oh yeah, you're sorry. Right. <laughs> there is another Ariana. <laughs> no, she's like a legit person. She's like a legit, yeah, non-Ariana Grande type person. Um, <laughs> I love that all the pictures of the event are literally just. Oh, there's Emily Weiss from uh, Glossier. Glossier. Oh, I don't have any of the shit on mine. Um, there's a all the pictures of the event are just a bunch of white ladies holding up cell phones, taking pictures of things. I'm not kidding. Mm. <laughs> um. So we don't know if there's other sources of income. Like, we're not really quite sure what the business model is for this girl boss company. But the packet that was sent to Michelle, um, and then she she forwarded it to me, um, was basically, like, what was it focused on? Like, how to be a freelancer or how to start, how to um, do so shit for your business? let me find the original email. Um Oh, yeah. Here's the QuickBooks guide. Make your freelance dreams a reality. So this is um, your small business starter kit. Oh, there you go. Small business starter kit. And then when you download it, it's divided up into categories. One of them is for retail. One is for being a consultant. And then there was like a a restaurant food industry one. And a health and wellness I think the thing about the consultant thing I didn't actually have time to look at that I read that I thought one you might because I actually like, like want yeah to I know That's know what I, that you know I sent you that but one. it also like part of it just makes me feel real like it's a like it's a fucking pyramid scheme yes like I read the whole thing and it's I'm like sure this is a pyramid scheme like somehow the the people who become consult like you don't just graduate college and be like I'm gonna be a consultant like the whole point of being a consultant is that you have had a career that you are knowledgeable in and that you're going to then now pass on your expertise to other people mm-hmm. and charge them for it so I don't understand how you're telling like a 24 year old how yeah. to be a consultant what is you're she right. gonna consult on yeah. she doesn't know anything right 
she literally has had maybe three years of work experience. Yeah, I think you get to be a consultant after you've done something for a very long time. Right? And now you're tired of doing the thing, so now you can teach other people how yeah. to do the thing. I just right? don't... It seems very strange to me. Like, you wouldn't just wake up and be like, I, I really like interior design, so now I'm a consultant? No, go be an interior designer. And then later you can teach other people how to be interior designers like how i don't it doesn't make any sense to me um so i downloaded the retail one yes um and there's nothing in here that you didn't already useful know at all <laughs> and it's actually like i'm looking at it right now and every other paragraph has a link to something google related so google hashtag small thanks hub because it's brought to you by google um I wanted to sign up for this Google small, small things, things thing. And like one of the first things was getting on the Google map and I don't have a physical oh, yeah. location. So as I assume most people don't, most people don't. I actually do by default because orange beautiful had a, yeah. a physical location. And then we were able to edit that to like, just not, pr not show my address. So I actually did what I entered the thing and it allowed me to like fill in shit. And I got to tell you, it's kind of bullshit because okay. it basically, this is literally what it does. It takes your location and the only thing it's doing with your location is plugging the name of your business into a template. Hmm. And then the templates, I kid you not, are just Instagram graphics where it's like a background image, like a pattern that mm -hmm. they have. And there's like eight patterns to pick from. And then it's a white box that says, like, come shop at Orange Beautiful, like in Helvetica or something. And that's a graphic. And then there's another one that's like, wait, thank you for your support of our business, Orange Beautiful. Like, it's literally like for people who don't know how to make a graphic on their computer or something like as a graphic designer I was very offended by it but I also was trying to kind of see it from like a non-graphic designer perspective of like is this something you would want why would you want Google's branding on your shit and not your own branding maybe like, you can pay extra no no, it w no I don't think so it just seemed to like a like a problem like they were trying to solve a problem that doesn't exist and, like, if you don't have, like, $100 to, like, throw at a graphic designer, yeah. like, you're not ready to have a business. Like, if you need branded stuff, if you have a logo, like, whoever made your logo, mm. you need to call them and have them make you some Instagram graphics. Like, don't you don't sign up for a free thing on girlboss.com that has Google pattern. Like, people know mm. that that's fake. Mm. They know that that's a template that you downloaded. It's not... It ha and it's also... It's the same as, like promoting your shit on Etsy instead of on your own website. Like, why do you want Etsy's brand? Why are you promoting yeah. Etsy? Yeah. Promote yourself. Yeah. Like, stop promoting Girlboss. Stop promoting Google. Stop promoting QuickBooks. And promote your business. Um, okay. I'm on, down to 6% battery. You better switch over to your phone. Um, I wanted to read the You one. want the Venmo one? I want the Venmo one. Okay, I'll pull it up. So, I saw the title of this article <laughs> okay so if yesterday. you want if you want like a really fun activity just to like pass the time for 10 minutes yeah. just start going on this girlboss.com site and just start reading article titles they're yeah. hilarious it's kind of like reading the onion but they're real articles we probably should have like mimosas or something while oh we're i know doing we this. should cosmos damn it cosmopolitans um okay so the 
title was <laughs> Women Are Using Venmo Differently. And the contrast speaks volumes. And the header. Oh, my God. The header picture is just a lady looking at her phone. <laughs> She's got weird eyeliner. Okay. And then the first line of this article is think back on what emoji you use the most often. What does that have to do with using Venmo? Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. These articles are very badly written, by the way. Um, I think that they're just like they're thrown out there. They're, they're just not putting yes content for well, content. Michelle sake. and I were also noticing that like on, when you look at the mobile version on the phone, it gives you a timeline for how long it will take you to read the articles. Mm, where it's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. five minute read, three minute this read. This doesn't say on my iPad. Does that say this on one, yours? Yeah, let me tell you what I what read. Oh, this is five percent battery. A, this is a one minute read. Oh, good. <laughs> um. So I'm re- I wanted to read this one or look at it while we're recording. So we wait. Get, do I like, not know what Venmo is? Oh, do you not? It's a thing to give people money, yeah. right? Why is um, it saying think back on what emoji you last used on Venmo? I don't know. Are so you using I don't emojis use Venmo on very Venmo? often? And I don't use the app, although I'll probably have to because they're like getting rid of website functionality. Yeah. Um, and the only reason I really started using it is because um, my caster in New York yeah. got rid of their credit card payment system. Oh. And, like, he temporarily switched to having to send a check, which takes forever. Like, they won't start working on your order until you've paid for it. So he set up a Venmo account. So now I pay for shit that way. I actually just did it last night. Anyhow, um. I'm very confused about why you'd be using emoji with Venmo. And Apparently, I've sent maybe like five Venmo payments ever. They're, so. they're telling us that there are gender stereotypes based on what kind of emojis you use when you send Venmo payments. Is this important? Is our world falling around apart around us okay. and we, we're reading articles about what emojis we use on Venmo? I... I had no idea how are so when you send someone money, it feels so unofficial. I think it you feels just put not a, real. Yeah, right. Like five hundred dollars. Yeah, four, and then you put what it is you're giving them money yeah. for, and you just hit enter, and it sends the money. Yeah, it's so unofficial. Also, you can even have it like post on their Facebook that let, you gave them. Can money? I just tell you, you right that? now? I'm gonna just make a public service yes. announcement. Yes. Every single one of you listening that runs a business or wants to run a business Mm -hmm. or wants their business to not fail, do not send anyone money on Venmo. Do not invoice people on Venmo. Do not ask customers to pay you on Venmo. Stop it. Please, for the love of God. Oh, but you know they're doing it to avoid getting that credit card fee. I'm sorry, you are not a professional business and you will regret it later. When you have a legal problem, when you need someone to pay you later and you have to go to court Mm. to get them to pay you and you have a Venmo request instead of a contract, you you will lose that money. I'm sorry, but for whatever percentage that you're paying to get a... Charge more. Charge 5% more when you take credit cards. Tell people that they get a discount for writing you a check. But you yeah. should not be taking. Yeah, yeah. In, if you are yeah. running a business, I don't. You I should don't do not that. be accepting payments via Venmo. It is a terrible idea, and you will regret it. I do agree. 
However, it meant that I didn't have to figure out how to wire money to him from my bank. Right. So I was like, fine, whatever. If you're doing it personally, if you're doing it no, because, like... No, this is, like... And it's a lot of money. Like, the first one was, like, $2,000 that I Venmoed him. I'm like, this feels wrong. No. Like, don't... Just don't do it. It's terrible. I had, like... Like, this article is saying, no like... No other choice. Oh, when, you know, when you're, like, sending a Venmo thing instead of invoicing somebody, I'm like, you better be fucking invoicing someone. Like, you need to write up an invoice and you need to send it to people. Even if it's, like emailing someone an invoice and then you get them to pay some other way but like you're you're you look like you don't know what you're doing okay so i are you reading this it's real terrible i'm trying to um so the payments that i've sent i've literally just written the dollar amount and four and the invoice number and nothing else so i had no idea that you were supposed to add shit to it um apparently you can you can you can add it turns out this is i'm quoting the article it turns out that the usage of certain emoji and certain words like thanks or thank you correlates strongly with gender on the platform this is so sexist Um, i'm sorry uh men and women largely rely on different emoji and words when sending and requesting funds from others among the emoji used principally by women that would include the double heart, lipstick, bride, kissy face, sparkles, and oh yes, the wine glass emoji. Jesus Christ. The emoji prim- used primarily by men, on the other hand, was the golfing tea, along with Who the, the fuck is using plant. Oh, boo. What is why are men sending I've only seen women use the eggplant emoji. Because they're paying each other for BJs? <laughs> What? <laughs> um, oh, that's what? funny. I'm just gonna start sending Are you peach emojis like funny? every day. Just here's a peach. Get it? <laughs> Followed by basketball and football. Um, so I assume that those things are like what? Uh, what's that fantasy football? Okay. Something? Can we just stop for a moment? Eggplant. Let, I'm. A, I want to talk about something. Are we way smarter than most people? Or just answer my question. Hmm. Are we way smarter than most people? Um, Do we live in a bubble of smart people, like of like ten to twenty smart people that we th- and we're like people are smart, people are fine, people are not idiots. And then you like read articles like this, and you're like, oh my god, people are idiots. <laughs> like, not only did somebody write this article, first of all, and think well, they're doing and think it was great. It. There are studies being done on what emojis are used and how they're used by which genders on a cash transferring app. What what are we doing with our lives, everyone? Apparently women are also saying thank you more than men. Well, congratulations, but guess what? That's a gender stereotype. Yeah. Like I don't I don't understand why this like inclusive website that claims that it's in not there. inclusive at all. I think that they're they like the gender stereotype. Right. But why are you saying one thing and then doing another? And also, like, let's Women write an article. Women are using Venmo differently. <laughs> is the- I'm glad this was a one-minute read. Yeah. Um, some of the other money articles um, are really... I don't know. Like, I read right. them, and I'm like... Moving I, on. I'm like, I think these articles are for rich people. Oh. 
because one of them, there are several of them talking about, like you read the one that was like about starting your own trust fund. I didn't read it. I just, the titles alone are just And then there's just stuff gold. like, the, these, the, the site says that it's minutes. directed towards millennials, but then there's stuff about like, um, how you should be saving like 30% of your income and putting it into a retirement fund oh and stuff. God. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Who are you talking to? <laughs> My, the fi- the best one so far is the how Venmo is being used differently. I think that's really I, so adorable. So now I'm on the um, uh, this new app lets you create a legit will, <laughs> legit will, <laughs> and trust fund for free. It's called Tomorrow. Oh, that's depressing. <laughs> um. Oh, life insurance. You can get the life insurance. Done. That Solved. $13 a month with payouts of $250,000. Done. I'm doing that today. This app's for sure going to be around I'm, when you die. I'm definitely <laughs> getting a life insurance policy on Josh today. On an app. <laughs> on an app. <laughs> Called tomorrow. <laughs> Called tomorrow on my phone. And then Josh will get like some weird email notification somehow and be like, did you take a life insurance policy out of me on your phone? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ooh, here's an article for you in the beauty section, Michelle. Are you ready? It's called, Is Your yeah. Skin Getting the Coffee It Needs? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so like coffee products. I do have a coffee under the eye, under, under the eye? Under eye. Yes. Under eye thing Stuff that has scratch goods. Co- yes. Does it work? Um, I do bet it, it would if I remembered if to you use used it. it. <laughs> I bet it would work great if I used it. I actually like almost every night. I think I should have put that on. And, and then, then you I, just are I like, don't like, get nope, up. But go I'm like, I'm gonna start using it. Yeah, no, I should use it because I'm finally noticing the under eye things. Yes. Issues. There's a bunch of the beauty section is you know it's all fluff but it's also like it's be, it's talking about beauty shit I don't care seems fine yeah this uh, article about the trust fund a, has a millennial age group that says ages eighteen to thirty six uh-huh. that is a huge fucking so, age range so we so an eighteen year old and me are the same thing even though that eighteen year old could be your daughter. Well, I mean, if I was super slutty, yeah. Well, that's not fair. (laughs) But I'm saying, like, there were people who were pregnant in my graduating class in high school who are my age who now have 20-year-old children. Like, it's it's not unheard of. I think you want to at least be graduated from high school. Well, sure, but that doesn't mean that's reality. Yeah. I just think it's... Well, before we started recording, we I was like... I looked at the bio for this website and it said something about how it was focused on millennials. And I was like, all right, let's get down to brass tacks here. Like what is a millennial? Because, um, Julie and I from Julie from log dog dandy, who is like 10 years younger than me. Um, she and I were talking about, she was like, I'm a millennial. And I'm like, that can't be right. Mm -hmm. Um, but then, like Michelle and I just like looked up a bunch of Wikipedia articles on like what the general consensus is for what ages. And there's a bunch of generic stuff that says people who are young adults when 
the yeah. when 2000 which hit is a which who knows what that age. means like does that mean 10 does that mean 15 does that mean 18 like you what does that mean you can't define something with a vague right so then like, if you group. go to the thing it had like there's definitely clear uh lists about what years millennials were born um, and the one we looked at said 1980 yeah. mm-hmm. to 1994 are millennials. So I'm a millennial, guys. And I'm two years. I mean, al- I knew I knew like, that I'm I was sorry. considered one, but I reject the group. I, I don't disagree want to be a part strongly of it. with the fact that in two years, forty-year-olds uh-huh. will be millennials. That's yeah. not okay. That yeah. does not make any sense so somebody's got to come up with a new term for who, for people who because so 1994 how old would you be if you were born in 1994 right now i don't want to do 24 math. you would be oh. 24 yeah um so 24 year olds and 38 year olds are different ages <laughs> those are very think, different ages um because I've I've known that I'm technically a millennial for a long time, I've just gotten really good at ignoring when I see the term as part of a study or whatever they're talking about millennials. You're like you're not talking about me. I've already disassociated yeah. myself yeah. from being in that group, so I don't think about it. I just don't consider myself a millennial. Well, so then we also learned that. I mean, I knew I was Gen X. Yeah. But we also learned that. People who are who were born in 1965 are also Gen X. So people who are 13 years older than me, so 53 years old, are also part of Gen X. And then the generation right before that is baby boomers. Don't you think that the generation should be like just a decade long, maybe? Yeah, but the whole point is that it's supposed to be... That's the problem. It's supposed to be generational, like, spans of time where people are having babies. It used to be that this group of people this age were having babies closer together. So, like, Uh it used to be that, like, you'd have... Most people were having babies between the age of, like, 20 and 25. And then that turned into 20 to 30. And now it's 20 to 40. Mm -hmm. So, like, the generational overlap is so dramatic because people are not having babies in the same time frame as they used to. It used to be that everybody had kids generally at the same time. Now people are like having babies when they're teenagers, but also when they're 45. Yeah. And so like technically the baby that's born to the 45 year old lady and the baby that's born to the 18 year old, but all in, but in the same year, those babies are in the same generation. But then what if those two babies have babies 25 years apart from each other? Maybe we need to just Stop dividing. Stop defining people. generations. I mean, we've basically it's run all marketing. Out of good names for it anyway. Yeah, for it sure. All it's all marketing. Screw it. No more generations. We've decided. Yep. It's is over. that the name of the of the episode? No more generations. Wait, I think that the I think the episode title has to have something to do with how women use Venmo differently. <laughs> <laughs> and the and the results will shock you. <laughs> And it's not what you think, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> it has to be like a really good bad article title, the episode title. Can we use an emoji? Oh, yes. That? Yeah. Can, Let's put an can emoji. Can the name of the article Should just, just be, be an eggplant, eggplant emojis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can. You can have emojis on. We might get flagged on iTunes. But it's an eggplant. I'm really. We know what you mean by I'm that. I'm hungry for ratatouille you right kn- now. We all know what you mean by eggplant. 
Um, I got to get off this beauty section because it's making me depressed. Okay. Okay. Um, what's identity? Oh, got it. This is about like, oh, because this is hilarious. The very, like, you think that identity is going to be all like, like self image and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. The very first article is 11 cheap feminist Halloween costumes you can pull off last minute. <laughs> I hate this website so much. Um, where are some of my other favorite ones? Oh, yeah. Did I pull the one that was like... Hold on. Oh, no. I left the page. Damn it. There's my, there's my article about millennials. Oh, here we go. Um, there's a bunch of stuff about budgeting. Like... Mm. The 50, 20, 30 rule and, and the 50, 15, the 80, 15, 5 rule and all that kind of shit where I'm like, let's just all not worry about it. Like 50, 50% of your income should go to essential expenses. 20% should go towards financial obligations and priorities. What the fuck does that mean? So loan payments, that's what that means. The remaining 30% is for lifestyle choices. Like kombucha. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that's what it says. No. no. Yes, it Wait, does. I gotta go to this. I'm not kidding. We're- Your glossier addiction. I mean, part of my income does go to my glossier addiction. Because <laughs> I'm a millennial. No, I'm not a millennial. Um... Okay, where was that? That's really funny. Oh, Oh, no, I only have 2% left. Savings is part of the 20%. Oh, no, they're saying is why the 50, 20, 30 budgeting rule is kind of trash. So so they don't like it. So they don't like it. Let's find out why they don't like it. Upon further examination, the reality of how effective such a broad budgeting principle can be starts to break down a bit. Well, of course. Oh, they're saying because certain, like, depending on all sorts of outside factors, like, people have different rents, and people have things cost different things if you live in different cities, and, like, what if you have medical payments, well, and, like, of course. people have different rents, but you should... It should be proportional your to your income. Should be proportional. Right. I always thought it was supposed to be, like, one week's worth of pay. That's what they say about stores, like for sure. I When I was doing research before opening the store, they were saying, like, everything I read said that you should one week of sales mm-hmm. should your rent should be no more than what you can make in one week of sales. Yeah. Um, so like if you have a $2,000 a month rent, you should be making minimum $2,000 per week Yeah. Um, to cover that. And yeah, that seems like that's fair to make it. So 25%, 25 to 20%, 20 to 25% yeah. of your income yeah. goes to your rent. Um, There's a bunch of stuff about, I mean, it's kind of, I mean, it's funny looking at all these articles. Some of them actually do have like little tidbits of helpful information, but it's all under the veil of like, just kind of being a little too juvenile and like, <laughs> it's just like towards the bottom oh of the article. Oh God. It's the second to last uh, paragraph. Yeah. It says. There's a great budgeting app called Envelopes. Is that how you pronounce it? Envelopes. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, Envelopes. So, like, Envelopes, but the letter M, M. Envelopes. Well, isn't that clever? 
What is this? I want in my head. I'm like envelopes. Envelopes. I mean, that's right. What? Envelopes. Wait, what? let's see what, what happened to vowels. Nope. Here's another app called Capital, spelled with a Q. Mm. Wait, what's envelopes? Uses the old school budgeting method of sorting money into envelopes like you're an old lady. Oh, the envelope method. But with the I've actual envelopes. Without the actual envelopes. You need to sync all your bank accounts. You'll pay $4 a month for the most basic immersion, blah, 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 blah. Weird. Um, That's mint weird. Mint is free. I used mint to I use. use. Yeah, I, I use mint. I used to use it, but... I kind of don't need a budget. Mi well, Mint is only helpful if you are really super fucking diligent with like keeping up with it because okay. you have to, it's one of the, it's the same as almost all those apps where like you have to train it to understand like what things go into what categories. Yeah. I mean, my, cause you'll literally get an email that's like, that. you spent $872 on groceries this month. And you're like, no, I didn't. And oh, then you, re <laughs> and then you realize that like half of those things are coming from random Things that have been marked as that groceries, like arbitrarily. For me. We for sure spend that much money on groceries. But it's only, it is, I mean, it is helpful if you get into it because then it does send you like little reminders. You can make it have notifications that are like, like if you're specifically you're trying to not spend money, budget, right? Yeah. If you want to not get delivery so much or you want to make sure you're not buying coffee every day or whatever, yeah. then you can set it up to like give you. A warning that's like, hey, it's halfway through the month and you've already spent like almost your whole budget on coffee. Um, your budget for coffee on coffee, not your whole budget on coffee. <laughs> that's a different problem. <laughs> um, I think that the stuff that is the most applicable to us on here is the stuff that's in the work category. Yeah. I mean, but it's all so common sense and I mean, this obviously, we already discussed this. This is not targeted towards us. No, for sure not. So, even though it says it's for millennials and you're a millennial, <laughs> I'm only looking at it because I have concern about what information is being put out there for, for other people, people who are st starting their businesses. And I'm curious to see what it is they're being told to do or not do. Well, so before we started recording, Michelle and I were also talking about like my thought when, when she first sent this to me, my initial reaction was like, Oh, barf. Well, first of all, Oh, barf, but also like, I want, I don't, I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with these kinds of sites. Like this shit existed when we were, you know, 15, when it was 15 years ago, when we were starting our businesses, like there were, there were always bullshit things. Like the internet still existed. There were sure. magazines that had fluffy articles. It was less homogenized. Right. Though. And so I feel like uh, there we, my were, iPad. we were kind of forced to like get information from actual human beings and yes. like actual life experience in a way that like, I don't think people feel the pressure to do that. I think that people... I, I think that the number one lesson, like if somebody was 24 years old, like the age I was when I started working on getting my business together, I would want to tell them like, you just have to do it. You have to go out in the real world and you have to hack away at it and hope for the best and make lots of mistakes and have terrible things happen and really amazing things happen. And then like, learn how you 
are better from that. Like you will not be able to run a successful business or get opportunities just by reading articles on your phone. Well, I think that, I don't know. I'm looking at this and I'm thinking about how things are so different now for starting a business than they were when yeah, I did so because different. we we did very different things. Yeah. Um I had a very low investment when I first started. I was just selling at a couple stores yeah. and Etsy, whatever. But social media didn't exist. Nope. Um so like you know, I could experiment, change things up none of it really mattered because I was not on anyone's radar. Right. So all my mistakes were made before there was really any evidence of yeah. making mistakes. But nowadays, even if you just have a personal Instagram account and you make something and you post a photo of it, now everyone wants to know how much it is and where they can buy it. And you're basically expected to be able to sell that, you know, or, on a website or whatever. Or you've put it out there and literally the entire world can steal your idea and make it themselves. Sure. Or people can critique you and give you their opinions and kind of deflate you before you've even hit the ground running. Like, there's so much more scrutiny that, like, we didn't have to deal with. Mm -hmm. Like, if we put a bunch of shit on Etsy, like, you either had sales or you didn't. Like, there was no, like... There was no, there wasn't a pool of anonymous people like judging you. And even if any, even if people weren't actually paying attention to you, now there's like this hypothetical feeling. Like you, you almost like you can make up that there's a bunch of people watching you, and ca when maybe they aren't really, but that still affects you. It still affects your decision making process. It affects whether or not you want to take a risk the way that it didn't when we were starting. Like we would start and we're like, look, I'm either going to try this and it's going to fail or I'm going to try it and it'll succeed. Let's see what happens. Like I'm not going to not do it. I feel like it's harder to do that yeah, now. For sure. Because you, f I think that, I think that now that everyone can see what you're doing all the time. And that's also like encouraged. It's, yeah. it's as well, a business we practice. Have to. Absolutely. So like, you can't just like up and vanish because mm -hmm. that could affect your brand. It could affect your sales. It could affect the Apparently future of your company. the algorithm. Right. So like you, you, ha you have less autonomy now. And so the very yeah. thing that like helps us reach a broader audience is also the thing that kind of hinders our creativity and hinders our ability to take risks and it hinders our ability to like grow our business the way we want to grow it instead of the way everybody else is growing it. And I mean, I've read a couple articles recently about like people kind of looking back, like being older and like looking back at the last couple years of running their business and being like, I wish that I could have told myself like not to give a fuck about what everyone else was doing because like, you look to other people in your industry and you look to blogs like this and these consulting groups that are coming up everywhere, like these random ladies who are just like, I'll teach you how to get Instagram followers. And you're like, who are you? Why, yeah. like, why am I, why am I giving you any attention? And you start to get real desperate, like for like, well, maybe that will be the thing that fixes it. Maybe that will be the, well, you know what? The only thing that will fix it is you bettering yourself and your own company and your own products in the way that you know is best. Like if you're, if you find yourself just emulating other people's business practices, that's 
not going to be successful. Or other people's businesses. Right. I feel like I constantly Or literally see, their products. Yeah. <laughs> um, just like everything is looking the same. And it's hard to... Um, sorry, there's like a wasp in here. Oh, God. Michelle's um, going to freak out. Yeah. If there's a dramatic sound, it's me murdering a wasp to save <laughs> Michelle's life. It is. It's over by the window um, near the snake plant. Maybe it will leave you alone. They tend to like me, bees. and It's because you're wa- emanating fear. Is it like um, <laughs> how dogs know when they people They can smell don't fear. Like, yeah. <laughs> dogs can smell fear. It's coming this way, Emily. Oh, God. It is a wasp. Shit. Hey, I know what a wasp is. <laughs> um... Yeah, we might want to figure that out. Oh, there's a medical center outside. Maybe they know how to <laughs> get rid of the wasp. The ambulance came they, to they get rid of like the wasp. They look like they have equipment for getting rid of a wasp. Maybe someone called them and said, we've got a wasp. we got a wasp. Here. Come and get it. No, I think they're just here for coffee. God damn it. <laughs> um, okay, keep an eye on it. If it comes near us again, you tell me and I'll, I'll murder it. I have, my bug radar is just so turned up. Right He's now. not going to fly over here and, like, land on you and bite you, is he? Maybe. We had right. one in our apartment this summer, and it was just traumatizing. The second I saw it, I put a blanket over my head. Is there an article on here about how to deal with your bug fear? <laughs> is there an essential oil for your bug I fear? I think it probably needs to be, like, <laughs> hypnotized or something. Oh, shit. Is there an essential oil? Yeah. Oh, I, so I wanted to update because I re-listened to myself talk about how I was going to cover myself in that... In oils? In that yeah, coconut yeah. neem oil to get rid of spiders. It is, like, helping all of my skin issues oh, dramatically, shit. and I've had it for less than a week That now. you got from Zach? Yes. Nice. So... <laughs> Element Ayurvedic yes. Apothecary. Um, Element self care dot com. But oh, it's not um, online. I think I don't think so. I think you would have to. Um, You'd have to special order. I it. think we need a petition. We have to make him to have make more, more of it for show of hands. Um, I'll email him. It does. It smells like coconut. <coughs> I should That's have probably good. opened it and smelled it before oh, I said. Is that the one anything? he told you that it didn't smell good? No, I just read lots of things oh, about the, how. But he made it smell is, good. Yeah, it's, it doesn't smell like anything but coconut. Nice. So it smells great. It's you, working wonders. You lathered your entire body with I it. I have. And now all your problems. Now you have a 401k. It is actually. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do. <laughs> well, there's more, mo- in and there's in more it. money in it's it now because of, the, because of the coconut. It's, I have one left over from when I worked hey, at Blick. Having a 401k <laughs> that's just hanging out is better than not having one it's at all. It's true. I like to forget about where I have money. Yeah. Like, the best. Keep and then money you're like, in a what? bunch of places. That's why I have a bunch of Capital One. I have like, oh, right. Yeah. I have a bunch of Capital that. One savings accounts okay. that are all the same login. Like, I can see they're not like separate yeah. accounts. They're, yeah. But they're all like partition. It's basically the storing your money in the envelope shit that Envelope is doing. Yeah. But. The better part of it is that there's actually really good interest rates on Capital One. I know. I I need to think about doing that. So when I have money, like, budgeted for a show of hands, I always put a bunch of money that doesn't need to be spent. Because there's certain things that I don't have to pay for until after the show. And then there's things that I have big deposits for, like, before the show. So, like, there's a couple months there where, like, I might have 
beep number of dollars in there. I'm not going to say. Yeah. Um, but that, like, say <laughs> <I think> beep. <laughs> Dollars. That's the lazy beeping. That's the lazy beeping because I don't have a sensor thing. Oh, we don't have the. No. We don't. I left it at home. I should have brought it. That's okay. But yeah, I love that because then there's always. I always have like, I have like a tax account, and then I have a personal savings and a show of hands budget and a show of hands savings, and I'm always like, like I really only pay attention to the money that's currently in my checking accounts. Mm-hmm. And then every once in a while, I'm like, wait, <laughs> what's in those savings accounts? We should Let's get look. Capital One to sponsor the podcast. For sure. That'd be good money, I'm sure. Right? Like $5. They give us $5. We I think need they $800, $800 to go to, to, go to Girl Boss Rally. Yeah. But we also have to cancel show of hands. <laughs> <laughs> no, now we need more money to pay someone else to run our booths and, and show, run hands. show of hands. Yes. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. I definitely um, don't have enough money to pay someone to run show of hands. They would not do it <laughs> well, as well as I do Well, you could pay them it. what you pay yourself, which, which is, is zero dollars, yeah. zero cents. <laughs> That's how much Thank you. pays. Sounds great. <laughs> um, I'm so overqualified for that job. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm so good at it, and I get paid no money. It's a nonprofit at this point. <laughs> it's it's a charity that benefits makers. Aww. You're welcome. You should apply for a nonprofit status. I know I should actually. I would get really great tax benefits. <laughs> oh, this No, I should just do I should just do what me. other shows do and charge four times as much. It's on this side now. Oh god. He's real just, mad about can't being. Why he just stay still? <laughs> He's trying to escape. Well, then someone needs to stand there with the door open or something. Well, that's why. That's why he's in there in the first place because the door got opened. That's why he came in here. Um, there's no articles about wasps on here. I'm sorry. What did you search wasps? Wait, what is radio? Oh, they I have didn't a click on it. Guess I... what? They have a podcast. <laughs> Um, I bet that they have more listeners than we do. You think? <laughs> you think? Um, yeah. So my iPad died. Now I'm on my phone. There's an episode called This Executive Wants You to Know It's Okay to Cry at Work. That's just not true. Oop. Celebrity jewelry designer says you don't need college to be successful. Ooh. What What one's that under? Oh, are these it's, podcasts? These are podcast episodes. Yeah, I'm never going to listen to it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to listen to it. Well, our podcast is supposed to be like the antithesis of these oh, podcasts. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah, definitely. In that it's exactly the opposite amount of popular as that podcast. That's exactly right. <laughs> it makes the opposite amount of money. <laughs> um, did you have, do you have other articles that you pulled I'm on here? I'm trying to look for more. I'm Now I'm under life. Because well, so people can go and get download the same thing you did, right? Is identity and life the same thing? It sure looks like it, because they have the same articles. Maybe they overlap. They really, really want you to have a feminist Halloween costume. That's all that. that I'm is. not even going to say any of the things that were in my head. Oh, and then the next one is the best feminist horror movies you have to watch this Halloween. Well, so this must be recent content that they're trying to, like, because they're realizing that Halloween is coming up, right? So they're trying to push Halloween shit. Halloween is not coming up. (laughs) Two months from now. (laughs) Um, 
Wait, what? You know how it goes. Seven rules for taking care of your friendships after you've cuffed up. Cuffed? I don't know what that means. Oh, so Michelle and I have realized that there's a lot of words we don't know the meanings to um, in looking at this website. So... I probably shouldn't read things that I don't know what they mean because now it sounds like I'm pro or con cuffing, which I don't know what that means. We tried to read an article um, before we started recording and we both agreed we weren't going to talk about it because we didn't understand any of it. Yeah, I still don't want to because I have zero opinion on it. I don't, I still don't know what it means. A prize to the person who can figure out what article we're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's see if we can figure out what cuffing means. When you've cuffed up? Is, it, is that just like a different word for saying fucked up? Is it just like a funny slang like replacement know. for a curse word? Wait. I'm trying to find them using the word again, and I can't. No, I have no idea what they mean. I think it literally is just a different way of saying fucked up. Wow. Because that's what the article is about. It's like... You got in a fight with your friend. Like, you did something to I've upset never, your friend. I don't even understand what... Okay. We should cuff start... that. We should... <laughs> <laughs> I think that we have to use the word cuffed in our title now. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that has the word cuffed in it. <laughs> All right. I want to read nine productive as hell things you can do before 9 a.m. every day. Oh, yeah. That's, that's going to be a good one. Productive as hell. A-H. Um, let's see. Oh, my God. This is going to blow your mind. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Check weather and traffic. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait. So, you go... Let's, let's play this it's, out. It's before 9 Let's play this out. Mm-hmm. You go into work and you're like, listen... I had the greatest morning because this morning, guess what I did first thing? Are you ready? I read this on a blog. I'm ready. I went on my phone. Yeah. And I checked the weather and the traffic. (laughs) Shit. Oh, my God. And then you immediately write that down in your notes. I got to do that Oh, my God. I'm totally going to do that, too. So that's just one of nine things. We have to do nine things before 9 a.m. Okay. Check the weather and traffic. Mm -hmm. Got it. Uh, make your bed and lay out your Aww. outfit. Wait, lay out, to lay out, wait, your, lay outfit. out your outfit that you're about to wear? Apparently. Why don't you skip a step and just put your outfit on? Okay. I'm going to admit I've never made my bed as an adult, except for when I change the sheets. I only make my bed, if making your bed means like fluffing, like putting the comforter straight instead of wadded up. I don't well, our bed's not that messy. Yeah, ours isn't either. Like, what are you doing all night that your bed's all... We also don't, in the summer, have, like, we just have a fitted sheet and then our comforter. We don't okay. have, like, another sheet. Here, here's a tip for you if you don't like making your bed. I'm ready. Um, So we have, like, a quilt, you know, instead of a comforter. Yeah. I tuck that into the bottom of the, yeah. like, just with the sheets, and our bed's just not Done. that messy. Done. Whatever. I don't know. Like also, it, I can't tear it off. Who's coming? Who's saying. coming over? That's judging you for having your bed not know. made. Who cares? Okay. I don't know. The laying your clothes I need, out. Yeah, is I need more very information weird. about that. I don't um, understand the laying your clothes out. All, oh, so it says use this time to also lay out your clothes for the day. <laughs> Bonus: after checking the weather, you'll know whether you should pack a sweater. 
is important this, wait, info, people. Is this an article for children? Who lays out an outfit? Who, who needs someone to tell them that you should think about whether or not you need a sweater? I'm glad this isn't making me feel bad about myself, seeing it's as only I'm making now you feel better about yourself. And I'm like, I don't make my bed, and I pick up my clothes off the floor, make sure they don't smell too Wait, bad, and I'm then I put them on. About what the benefit of laying out your clothes is. You know what? Don't feel bad about yourself if you don't do that. Like, if I... I usually, like, get out of the shower. If I take a shower, I'll get out of the shower, come into the bedroom, and be like, I'm wearing these pants. And then I put them on... I, like, take them out of the drawer that they're Ooh, in. out of the drawer? Or the bundle that's at the end of my bed. Like, <laughs> yeah. wherever they are. And then I yeah. put them on. I wear I almost the same not, thing every day. I don't understand the step between where you're, like, wasting precious fucking seconds... Putting my jeans, like laying my jeans out on the bed so I can yeah, view why would them. You? Oh, so you can take a photo of it. <laughs> <laughs> for my blog. For my style okay, blog. Okay, next is get your blood pumping. So, I mean, I get that. So, I mean, like run in place um, while no, you look like at your clothes that are on the bed? Oh, Work got out. it. Okay. Wait, this is all before, we're supposed to do all this before 9 a.m.? You know, I'm going to go ahead and say the opposite because I used to get down on myself if I didn't make it to the gym by like 7.30. And then if I didn't, I wouldn't go. You just wouldn't go. Yeah. And now I've just, I've been like, I go whenever I feel like it. So now if I get there by nine, then that's when I get there. All right. Now I actually go. So do some physical activity. Yeah. What else? Um, (laughs) Get wet. Whether that's a quick shower or a splash of water. Oh, get wet. Those are two different things. Getting wet on the outside of your body and ingesting water are two... That's two steps. I think splash of water, they mean splashing your face with water. Wash your face. Don't just splash it with water. No, for sure. Please wash your face. wash your face. Um, Prepare breakfast while listening to the news. No. No. Stop listening to the news. Don't do that. That's the worst. Don't listen to the news. Also, this is the next time you're making breakfast at home. This one should be make your breakfast at home. Yeah. Save eight dollars and set up your coffee maker the night before eight dollars eight dollars times 20 days out of the month that you're going buying something is a car payment nope 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 is that all nine what is that all nine oh god there's more i got a couple more more. uh do a brain dump and jot down your top three daily goals okay no we're not doing that am i gonna I've never heard anyone say brain dump. I'm trying to decide if I'm putting that in the same category as um, unpack. Unpack is worse than brain dump. It is. I don't think people say brain dump. I'm surprised this little thing doesn't say unpack your brain. (laughs) (laughs) Let's unpack this. (laughs) Um, Just three daily, whatever. Uh, right. Go over your schedule for today and tomorrow. Isn't who's not doing these things? <laughs> Check your bank account and any pending transactions. Oh, every day, every morning before I, nine a.m. I really a. M. don't want to see my bank every account morning every morning before nine a.m. You're mm-hmm. checking your bank account. No. Also, pack that's, your that's lunch. As more, that's as bad as looking at the news every day. This is a lot to do before nine a.m. Pack your lunch and sort what you'll eat for dinner. I have an idea. Hmm. Pack your lunch the night before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also, you can't make breakfast also, and pack your lunch. Lay out and your go clothes the, the night before. <laughs> <laughs> put 
put your get the computer your, thing like share on has your millennial and pink wall no, on a cute hanger and take the photo of it. No, you have to do. Again, we're gonna have another clueless reference. We talked about clueless before we started recording. When she has and the computer, at it. the very beginning, she has the computer that like has a photograph of her, and it puts the outfit. Oh, yeah. It scrolls oh, across, no, I, I and then her, that. her yeah. closet has like a rotating thing on it that finds the outfit for her. That's genius. That's what we all need. Okay. Wait, is this still part of the article? <laughs> no. Now I'm on a recipe. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. No, okay. Yeah, and that's like figuring out dinner. Like every day, you're figuring out dinner the morning of. Dude, meal plan on Sunday. For sure. This is not good information. <laughs> you guys, if I had to take my lunch to work, up. I would have prepped all of my lunches. You guys like, on screwed Sunday. up on that one. You know, the thing where you just do five lunches for the week. Yeah. I would probably do that. Um,. Yeah, I I meal plan uh, for the whole week. I actually have a really great spreadsheet that I made that I use for my meal planning, where as I decide what what we're gonna have each night, I then write down the ingredients I need in um, separate columns per grocery store. Yeah, because we go to like five grocery yes. stores. And so, like, some ingredients are better to get at some places, so I'll write down the meal, and then I'll divide up what things I need from which grocery store. There's another good... This is actually, like, maybe a good article. Ooh! ooh. What is it? <laughs> I'm shocked to say. Um, it's about imposter syndrome. Oh, I almost decided to read that, and then I didn't. Oh, the wasp is over. <laughs> it was a it was a four minute read, and you were not willing to commit that kind of time. <laughs> it's going back that way. It's we're the only one that notices it, by the way, which means that one of us will be the one that gets stung. Do wasps sting? For sure. They just don't want it anywhere near me. For sure, they sting. They for sure sting. This episode is brought to you by wasps. Um, this one, this article about imposter syndrome is in the wellness category. Um, it looks like a pretty short, it's like three paragraphs long, four paragraphs See, long. Here's why I didn't read that article. And maybe this is why I'm a millennial. There are no like bolded headlines. <laughs> there's no above pictures. The, no, I don't. Um, but like that one I just yeah, read. Yeah, there's no like bullet point. I didn't read the shit underneath yes. them. I yeah. just read the bullet points. Yeah, this one doesn't have like, that. Like I can't pick stuff out of that. Again, there's a, it's really interesting so, because this site, I mean, I think this is what most sites you do are it, like. You do Gen X. But like, read it. The, I did read it. There, <laughs> it was a one minute read. <laughs> um, I feel like people have lost the ability. Like, I remember, you know, back in the day when I had a blog <laughs> and that would have been 2007 to 2010 or so. And, like, blogs had, like, thoughtful articles. There, wa there wasn't this thing of, like, I'm a content creator where, like, you're just barfing out mm -hmm. nonsense and the more you have, the more clicks you get, et cetera, mm -hmm. et cetera. It was m more about, like, the actual quality of what you were writing. Mm -hmm. And, like, people looked to different blogs to be, like, this person writes great articles about interior design or has amazing interviews with designers or whatever it is. 
And now it's just like this kind of website exists all over the place where it's like, sure, it looks like there's hundreds and hundreds of articles on here, but literally I could write this like right now in probably two minutes. Well, someone sitting in a coffee shop. Yes. Is ri- is, actually, yeah. I'm sure someone, someone in here right now is, is writing some yeah. puff piece. Like I'm almost will add that zero people seem to notice or that we're on microphones. I know. Girls are holding microphones. It's because we're not important. Uh, no. This podcast will never be popular. I, I think that's the goal, though. <laughs> yeah. To keep it not popular. Yeah. To keep it just popular enough. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's like, it's one of these things where like, yeah, this, this says something, but like not, it could say more. Like, Mm -hmm. why is it just like, so what do they define imposter syndrome as? Because I have different ideas of what that in general, they're saying like with regard to like your kind of your self worth or whatever that you're saying, like, despite how many successes you have and how well-trained you are and how, like whatever positives are going mm. on in whatever you're talking about, whether mm. it's your business or your relationship or whatever, you're constantly just like, no, I'm a fake. I'm going to be found out. Like everyone's going to find out that I have no idea what I'm doing. Okay. So that's what I always thought it was. But then I also hear people um, refer to it as like the fact that they can't ever say like talk about their accomplishments which I know is very similar yeah. but like they won't promote themselves for something that they yeah, did that's probably like a part of it it is, it is it's just it's a little different yeah this I think is more like you kind of just question your own abilities and your own yeah. success and you kind but of turn like, feel like I can, you know, talk about, hey, I did this. I did this. I did this. I did this. Um, But then still feel totally insignificant. And I think it's I don't have issues like promoting myself. Right. And I think imposter syndrome is more like an internal thing. It's not like, it's not like you won't go and like do an interview with somebody and be like, I've been doing jewelry design for 10 years, blah, blah, blah. And I'm great. And I was in the show and I also have this many stores. And like, it's more like when you go home at night, you're kind of like looking at other people's Instagram feeds or you're like saying like, why am I not in more stores or why didn't I not have like, why am I not making things the way this person is making things? Like when you were at Renegade and you were like seeing other jewelry Mm. places where like everything is gold plated. You're like, why am I not doing that? What's wrong with me? And it's like, instead of focusing on the good, like what you're doing really well, you we all have a tendency it, to focus on been on my mind yes. all yeah, all week. week. Yeah. Um, yeah, I actually, but um, then this had is something plated this week and talked to them about like how much it would cost to have yeah. other things plated. Well, and that's the and thing. And it's like outrageous. I don't know how people do it, but that's like in this article too, they're kind of saying like some argue that these notions aren't all bad if you're constantly trying to prove your worth then your work will benefit from the extra effort which seems great on the surface mm. but the problem with this line of thought is that it doesn't take into account the atten- the intense effects high levels of stress can have on the body so it's like basically saying like you'd think that wanting yeah. to do better and like yeah, focusing yeah, yeah. on the lack is yeah. going to help you but in reality it's probably going to like I'm burn you out like right at that perfect point where I'm using it to push me further, yes. but I'm not letting it ruin me. Yeah. And I think that's where yeah. it's dangerous is like, yeah. if you're not able like I, to see it, I, I know what I'm doing. Yes. You know, yeah. like I know the comparison thing. Yeah. 
I'm not gonna let it destroy me. Right. Like, yeah. And I think I that's, know how to draw a line. And I be think like, when, you know what? It's the internet, and it's right. Dumb. I can walk away. And when from we're it. Ta- when you and I talk about like, oh, we want to look at these other sites and like articles and blogs and consultant job mm-hmm. things that are coming out. Like, we're not really looking at it as much for our own use. We're That's why what you were saying about, like, we kind of want to know, like, what are other people being told and taught? Yeah. Because you kind of feel like people who have had less experience running a business aren't aren't where we're at, where we're like, we get it. We know, we, like, yes, we have imposter syndrome in a little, in little ways, but, like, we're not, spir- we're not letting that, like, Mm-mm. ruin us. Yeah. And so I can it makes it me off. nervous that, like, some people who maybe aren't at that point, like, with show of hands vendors, I'm always, like, I try to remind myself, like, they're not where I'm at. And, like, I can't just be flippantly, like, don't worry about it. It's fine. Like, mm-hmm. I remember 10 years ago when I was, like, what if I'm ne- what if this is a failure? And, like, what if I'm a failure? And what if, this is- what if I'm doing all this wrong? And you, like, spiral out of control. And it's, like... I want to be the person that can say to people like, no, your shit is really good. And like this product can go far and like, you just need to learn and do this and like work on your branding or work on your booth display or work on your sales pitch or whatever it is. Cause otherwise you just start to be like, well, I'm never going to be that person. So why bother? Yeah. Like I'm never going to get to that point. So maybe I should just quit. Yeah. I mean, I, the, the weird thing, I guess that, um, I always come back to is that even though someone else like looks like they're getting all the press or right. they're opening a store, those are both things that set off my jealousy yeah. thing. Um, like at the end of the day, I can still like look at my <laughs> spreadsheets or um, <laughs> my like uh, my bookkeeping program like shows me where I'm at for the year yeah. and be like, this is significantly this is better good. than last yes. year. Um, I'm paying all of my bills and we're saving for things that we want. Yeah. So I'm fine. I mean, I think that's... And I don't know what other people, you know, like... You don't know what the reality of their situation is, but you know what the reality of your situation is. Mine is is. that I'm fine. Right. Um, And I think Like, I have to tweak some things that I've already talked about previously, like... Right pricing things and I differently think that you should tweak things like when people want to tweak things with their business like remember remember to tweak things based on like what you want to do and what yeah. you think is better like don't like you're allowed to have maybe seeing someone's booth at Renegade be mm-hmm. the catalyst for something yeah. but like don't let that dictate your decision like you shouldn't you shouldn't go and see someone else's business and then be like I'm changing everything I'm doing yeah if you were already thinking that and then like seeing someone's product or someone's booth or like the way their logo looks or look at their sign or like even how they interact with customers like I do that a lot where I when I go to Renegade and I see how great some of the vendors are with like interacting with people and communicating and like selling their stuff. And I'm like, I need to be better at that. Oh, I do too. And like, I feel like that's just something that I will like put in a little ball and like stick in the back of my brain. And then when the next show is, I'll be like, Oh, remember when that person, like that was really great. And I should try to do more of that Mm -hmm. instead of being like, okay, I'm going to change my whole, you know, like still make decisions based on like your own gut 
instincts to like bettering your business. And it's also an argument for like keeping track of the success of your business. Like when you don't keep track of your financials or you don't keep track of like sales goals for last year versus this year, like those things those those things aren't for like, oh, I'm going to go apply for a business loan. I don't need to do that. Like you're doing it for yourself. You're mm-hmm. doing it so that a year from now you can look back and go, what's working, what's not working. You can also have that really be a confidence booster to be like, oh, that decision I made to do three more shows last year was really smart. Yeah. Or it was not worth it at all. And I shouldn't kill myself doing that this year. Like knowing what those real tangible bits of information are can help you in a way that like the fucking internet is never going to help you. An article that somebody wrote that has nothing to do with you, somebody else's Instagram feed, like someone else's success. None of that's real. Yeah. I feel like we've said this multiple times, like compete with yourself. Yes. I'm, I mean, that's my favorite thing to and do. And only yourself. At the, yeah. Like, after each month, my favorite thing to do is to um, grab all of my totals from my individual spreadsheets and put them in my comparison chart spreadsheet. Boom. And then see where we're at. Yeah. Like, we're up in certain categories and down in others. And the ones that we're down in, how much and how much do I have to make up for right. that? Right. Um, it. Because that's the only... It keeps me... Mo- that's yes. my real motivation. Yes. And that's where you should have, like, comparitis and imposter yeah, syndrome. Is, yourself. like, based on your yeah. own actual... Because that's the only reality in the situation. Everything else is... You're making up that that person has a great life. You're making yeah. up that that person has money rolling in. You're making... Just because their studio looks pretty and has white walls mm-hmm. and they took a great photo of it doesn't mean that they're not having a terrible time or that they're not struggling. It also doesn't mean that they aren't like maybe they are having a great time, but who cares? That's not your life. That's their life. I will say that maybe we've spent a little bit too much time hanging out with Mark and Steven because (laughs) I now have almost an event every week for the holidays, which is so not me. You're like Mark and Steven are doing it. I know do like, it too. I don't know where it came from. Like I just told Steve, I said yes to something that I would never have said yes to before. <laughs> um, and he's like, you're nuts. Like, yeah. Josh what, thinks what I'm are nuts you doing? for applying to Porter Flea. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that might be, that he, might be nuts. He thinks I'm super nuts, but I'm also like, I kind of just want to like, how great would it be if like, we got to go on a road trip. Like, yeah. that's so, so fun. That's what like, it was for me that last on top year. Yeah. Atop of everything yeah. else. I'm like, it's kind yeah. of more about that and like giving myself the opportunity to do something new and shake things up and, and try something. It's really good to go outside the city you live right. in and get, find new And customers. like, it's been so long since I've yeah. done that because I'm, so, I've been so focused on show of hands and I feel like stuff like that not only will help Orange Beautiful, but it can't, it inevitably will help show of hands. Like it will inevitably help me. Cause I want, I don't want to get into that place where like I now am in a bubble with myself about yeah. like, this is how a show is run and this is what vendors want. Like, no, go to another show, see how another show is run. Yeah. See how other shit, like that's why I continue to go to renegade as a shopper it's and run talk really to vendors. Well. I think you'll, and I've, I've right. said that the first time yeah. that I think you'll really like, like I it. think that's the only way to like grow and do better and see the bigger picture. Like if I just stay in my little bubble on the North side of Chicago, like how's that gonna, where's that going to go? And is that fun for me? Won't I get really burnt out like really fast? Like this is year five. 
I can't imagine like not changing anything up yeah. in the next five years and being okay with that. Like that's not going to be all right. So, and and the vendors aren't going to want that. Like vendors aren't going to be like, yeah, that show was, has always been good, but it's kind of the same shit now. It's like mm-hmm. that, I don't want that to be the case. So I feel like, yeah, going out and do and seeing what other vendors are doing and kind of just like letting that make you think like, okay, well, what, what could I be doing differently? Or like, what would it look like if I did a bunch of shows and then go, Oh, I, I'm, I'm half okay with that. And I'm half terrified by yeah, that. I, so like a couple reasons why I've signed up for so much stuff. One, trying to buy a house next year. Right. <laughs> yeah. So Pack it in. I just keep thinking house, house, house. Yes. Um, and then two, like, and when you go to shows, you'll be behind your table. And as every person comes and talks to you about jewelry, yeah. you're like, you're going house, 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 house. house That's house. what I text back to Steve is just <laughs> like the house emoji like, over and over he, again. Like that lady bought necklaces. That's yeah. $48 closer yeah. to my goal to get a house. <laughs> um, and also, like, I feel like unless I challenge myself... I won't know if I can rise to the occasion. You know, like the last few years for holidays, I've just kept things really manageable. Um, This is probably not the year I should have pushed myself, seeing as Steve has two other jobs. Yeah. um, And there's no way he can help me as much as he helped me last year. Like he basically worked as long of hours as I did for me last year. So I don't know how this is going to work out. Yeah. Um, But... But you'll make it work out. Yeah, I have some plans in place um, to make that work. And that, for me, that involves eliminating a lot of the designs that either I hate making or Or take take too too, long. Or I never have made, like, in stock. Um, Just, like, if I can narrow down people's options... Yes. Um, I think that'll make it easier yeah, on me. Pair down. Or even then... like um, switch to just ready to ship earlier than I did last yeah. year. Um, stuff like well, that. And if you do more events all like all in the same couple months, like the, if you do more events, you can then you could be like this these pieces are only gonna be at this show and then these pieces are only gonna be at this show. And I think then what these I'll pieces, do is like you know, um I'm just building like a general event inventory. Yeah. And that I don't coach that at the right. end of each yes. event, which is what I Normally, have always yeah. done. Yeah. Um, so it stays with the event stuff. I replenish yeah, it that's as very needed smart. or not. Yeah. Depending on how crazy things are. Well, yeah. So that when a store owner calls and they're like, I want this and this and this you can look at your wholesale inventory and mm. say, no, yeah. that, like I can make that to order, but it's going to take three weeks yeah. instead of going, oh yeah, I do have six of those in my show stuff. Yeah. Like don't take it from no, that. No, it's, yeah, that. it's for, it's not for you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think that's smart. I, I don't see any way I get to a world where I have separate inventory for retail, wholesale and, and events shows. just yeah. sitting around. Yeah. Um, all of my inventory is reserved for online orders yeah. so that I can get those out quickly. Right away, yeah. Yeah, that's important. And occasionally, if I'm in a bind, I will take something yeah. for a wholesale order. Yeah. Um, but Not usually. Not, yeah. No, I think it's, I mean, I think it's good. I think there's a lot of 
the holidays, it always, this is what always happens. Like August, September, we yeah. all, all of us get real like introspective and like, well, what's, what's the holiday season going to look like? Mm. And what should I do differently than I did last year? And what worked and what didn't? And all, you know, like you start to really like, I always get real behind like, Every year, every year I do. Yeah, like every year I'm like, oh, in August I'm gonna have this and this and this done, and I'm still behind. And so I don't know like what at what point. Like I've joked with Josh that like I'm gonna start designing stuff like for the year for the year following. Like the Mm -hmm. instead of being like pressuring myself to be like I'm gonna get like spring merch designed in September I'm going to do spring merch for two years from now sure. in September I I feel <laughs> the same way then like, it'll get done <laughs> I want spring and summer for next year done now right spring's about three quarters of the way done yeah um I don't know. Things got real jammed up like we're shooting another lookbook this Saturday yeah. don't you feel like we, yeah, just, we just shot did that. yeah and it's because like summer got pushed back because I was waiting for a piece that I ended up not using. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so we shot everything like practically a month apart. It's yeah. It's too much. Yeah. It's, it's too. Compressed. I have to do something different next year. I cannot. Like I still need all these separate launches because they're good. Yeah. For, for sure. You know, like having events that make customers look at yeah, new things. Yeah, keeping stuff fresh and in but people's minds. the way they were spaced out <laughs> was just, not great. No. <laughs> I did better the year before. Yeah. Well, what else, anything else we want to talk about with regard to this Looney Tunes website? I could probably make fun of the Girl website, Boss website all day. All day long. Um, but I might be done. I'm t- I don't like reading things off my phone. It's so tiny. <laughs> I should mention I what is this? A iPhone 5S Five. S SE. I have a 6. It's an SE. I'm one I'm one better than you. So, my phone is it's small. Mine's uh, it's also, hard to reach it off of. Mine is at 20%. Oh. Mine'll be dead in a couple hours cuz the battery mine doesn't in, make actually, it all day while we're talking. Um I don't know. I think that it's really interesting, though. Like, just in general, I feel like a lot of us are... I mean, maybe other people will disagree, but I've felt like I've been, like, inundated with all of these, like, random, like, we'll help you grow your Instagram following and, what like, what mm-hmm. it, like what about your SEO and, what like, all of these random... Yeah. And they're all kind of branded the same way. They're yes. all this, like, very specifically for, like girls and they're pink and they're for millennials and they're inclusive and we're open-minded and we're it's like fresh ideas and and like it's all like mildly patronizing and like it just makes me feel like a i'm a bitter old lady (laughs) and b i sure hope that there's a group of people i sure hope there's a huge amount of people, men and women, folks, mm-hmm. who don't know anything about this bullshit, like online, like that are learning about how to run their businesses based on real life, mm-hmm. and that I shouldn't think that everyone, like, just because these sites exist, doesn't mean that all new business owners who are twenty-four years old right now are buying into this bullshit. Yeah, like there, there is a group of people that are not. 
buying into this bullshit that are just yeah, I mean, learning I think- and like doing shows and doing events and I- interacting with store owners and publishing their work and sending submissions in for things and sending samples to companies and having things manufactured and like learning and doing trial and error and like hiring photographers and hiring designers and like yes. doing things correctly. But I also am very terrified of the people who are not doing that. I just wish that um, you and I and probably a handful of other people could run a website. Oh my god, that's it'd be amazing. Done the way we think it should be. Right. But I don't. How know would we a do that? Single person who has time for that. Like, no, because we're all running our own <laughs> business. Um. <laughs> I kind of feel like I thought we could. There's no way. No. I I I'm trying really hard now to um, make time to do things I want to do. Right. And I'm doing better at it for sure. I'm I am not. I just like I have I'm to constantly quit thinking my about my job. And oh, then yeah. I can, okay. that like that yeah. that will be the time when I can be like, okay, let's change shit up because okay. until I don't have yeah a job that I go to three days a week, like, my time is maxed out to a place that's, like, not terribly sustainable for me, like, but I'm hoping that that will change in the next, I mean, I kind of think I have to give myself some, like, goals for that, like, of what has to happen to make that happen, like, yeah. what, what has, you've done it before, right, so, like, because it's, it can't, like, there's things that I need and want to do for both Orange Beautiful and Show of Hands that, like, I am currently not able to do because I'm getting up and going to an office that I work at, you know, 20 hours a week. Mm-hmm. And, like, as much as it's like, oh, that's not that many hours and, like, I have plenty of other time, it's still, like, the mindset I have to switch into and then come out of for those three days is not, like... It's not helpful. Yeah. So I have to figure that out before I can like, but I'm, that's why I'm doing like, that's why I want to do like this other show and like try to do the holiday show of hands and like Valentine's day. Right. Right. Like I want, like, that's why I want to push that stuff further to kind of almost to like force myself to be like, look, I don't have time. I don't have time. I have to do this. Mm -hmm. I booked this show and we're doing a one day show in February. When Get over are it. apps going to open for the December event? I don't know. That's okay. still kind of a secret. Is it? I mean, it's not. The only place I've announced it is on the Facebook group. Okay. Um, but yes, you heard it here first. Whoops. You heard it here first. No, I don't. I mean, I don't care if it's. It's definitely happening. It's definitely happening. Well, um, I only said it because I saw that you wrote that it will be open to new people yes, also. Yes, it will be no so open to new people. It will. I'm it's talking, not an so exclusive event. The the website that... Um, or should we stop talking about this? Should I keep talking? I wasn't sure if you wanted to promote it or not. I do want to promote it. What I was going to talk about was the, the website that manages the... Um, Porter Flea applications uh-huh. called Submittable. Okay, yeah, they store your apps. Yeah, so I contacted them okay. because I was like, um, why am I not using this? Yeah. So I still have to get like a price okay. estimate. It's based I on it had to cost yes, money. Yes, it has. It definitely costs money. It's it's potentially like pretty expensive, but okay. not in terms like 
relative to how much work it will do for me instead of me doing and can it. can you get the application fee to help cover that right. cost? Yeah. Like, I mean, the fact that it will, it essentially, like, consolidates everything into just this website. Okay. Like, instead of me having to, like, it takes, pay, it can take payment within it. Yeah. It can put the application details within it. It can be linked directly from my website. It stores every, people can submit photos. It stores mm -hmm. everyone's applications, like, as a web page. So, like, instead of me, like, using my spreadsheets, basically, when applications come in, and then trying to match them up to their payments, mm -hmm. it it's, yeah, it'll yeah. just be like, they paid, they didn't pay. Um, so what I liked, um, because this is the third time I applied, um, when I was selecting the photos yeah. um, that I was going to submit, I wanted to make sure... They were in an order. Well, right? I wanted to I liked um, that. make sure I was selecting different photos because I had so many options. Yes. Like, do you use a product photo or do you use a model photo? Do I want... Oh, you could it's see what you submitted be, the last time? Oh, yeah, that's so great. Because it shows my previous applications. That's it so even shows, great. like, accepted right, and declined. I mean, that was the thing, too, is, like, now I don't have to worry about, like, emailing everyone mm -hmm. and being... It's, able yeah. to see if they even saw that they're in yet. Now yeah. I can go on this website and go, yeah, she saw that she was accepted and here's the notification for it and it came from this website. I would like to have been able to submit more than three photos. Yeah, that was think really stressful. I think that's on them. I think yeah. that's Porter Flea's choice. I mean, not I bet that that's like a a pay for a pay yes because it has to be a storage I bet issue, the cheapest is three for sure but like when I looked up before I, I mean I have to talk to somebody directly there about yeah. getting like an actual quote yeah. but everything in my research online about like what does this actually cost mm -hmm. it looked like the the highest cost for like giant corporations who are receiving thousands of submissions was like a hundred dollars a month okay so like even at that high of a rate, like that still would be worth it for me. Okay. Like a hundred dollars a month, $1,200 a year. That, and it won't be that. Yeah. It'll be $50 a month. Okay. So like, and you're going to have more events. Right. So and it'll so be that, helpful. Yes. And I won't have yeah, to be yeah. like, Oh, this is only worth it to me in July and yeah. February. No, yeah. I'll use it all year round. Yeah. And the fact that it stores everything and lets yeah. me keep track of like who was in the last show and what they applied with last time mm -hmm. and where they're from and all their contact information. And I figured they might look at that. Like, yeah. that's why I was like, um, trying to decide because you're supposed to submit photos that represent your business the best. Yes. And so one of the thoughts was I'll do a spring, summer and fall photo, right? Yes. But then I'm like, no, I've already submitted photos from summer when I, I applied for do summer. Fall, winter. Yeah. Yeah. So I ended up with fall and holiday because I do have product photos yeah. from holiday and I did like a product photo and two models. I and think. they also like that immediately eliminates my having to follow up with people and get an image for the directory. I can literally yeah. say like, oh, yeah. one That's of these, said. yeah, one of these has to be the directory image. It yeah. must be square. It must be this size. Yeah. If you don't submit an image that is one of those things, you may not get in. Yeah. And you also, if you do get in, you won't have an image on the directory because you didn't submit it right. I think you could also say, make one of the photos a booth display. Yes, Because exactly. we've talked about how exactly. that would be helpful. So I think some of my questions for them are like, how specific can I really get? Like, yeah. how many parameters can I put on well, there's things? there's a whole little paragraph yeah. next to it. Yeah, that says exactly. But people don't read shit. So I want it to be able to be like, <laughs> if you submit a photo that's five megabytes, mm -hmm. it rejects it. Yeah. It needs yeah. to be less than one megabyte. And if you don't know how to edit photos, you need to Google that 
and then edit, send me an appropriate photo because I asked you to make it a thousand pixels wide, 72 DPI. I think it must be affordable because Porterfly only does two events a year and they're obviously right. paying for it year round. Right. So, I mean, because honestly, like with the number of applications that we're getting now, I, I can't have it be manual yeah. like yeah. I'm doing it. It's yeah, just yeah, stupid. Yeah. It's yeah. a waste of my time. Well, it's awesome that you're yeah. on to something that I'm will be so, a time saver. I'm so excited yeah. to find it. Like, I mean, Yay. I'm trying not to be super desperate about it where like you yeah. go into a car dealership and you're like, we really need a car. And you're just like, <laughs> you look really desperate and you sound really desperate. And they're like, your car is going to be $30,000 instead of $20,000. <laughs> so I'm trying, I want to yeah. make sure that I'm not like crazy excited when I call them and talk to the salesperson. Yeah. I want to be like, oh, I don't know. That's a lot of $40 a month is a lot of money. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to think about it. <laughs> we tried that maneuver, but I think no, that maybe we should have gone in and just said that this was the car we wanted yes. to see because we almost, they were going to sell us the car without us having seen it. Oh. Like we didn't, we try to walk in all cool yeah. and be like, yeah, we just want to look at cars that around. are kind of like this. And so they showed us, a car that's the same but not the one we wanted yeah. which we knew what we wanted yeah. and didn't tell them so like by the time we test drove that the other one yeah. the random one we're like there's this blue one on your website and they pull it up they're like yeah we have it it's at this different lot because do you know where they keep used car lots downtown no in the parking garages this perfect this particular one was at the top of a parking garage on Michigan <laughs> Avenue. The very so top. Smart. Yeah, because nobody wants to park at the top. It took forever That's to get up there. <laughs> um, anyhow, so they've got several of those all around downtown. Yeah. And That's the funny. car that we wanted to look at wasn't there. So they it took them like hours to bring it over <laughs> and like get it cleaned up and oh stuff. My God. And at one point we're like filling out all this paperwork and shit and I'm like, we haven't seen Yeah, the why car. are we buying this? <laughs> and my mom continues to give me shit. She's like, you didn't drive the car you bought? Yeah. And we're like, no, we drove a the different same one. car. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, we didn't okay, drive. Fine. Yes, we get it. Fine, it was irresponsible, but you know what they how they get you they like, want they know we were there for the six yeah. hours and it was nine o'clock and we're starving you also don't want to leave without a car right after all that time you put in right yeah so it's like and we we knew what we wanted we should have walked in and said this is yes. what we want can we trust yes. drive it? whatever yeah but you also can't again you can't seem eager because then they'll get you they'll know. be like this lady really wants this car let's let's hike up the price you a little know, bit i learned something it was the first car i've yeah. ever bought i think i mean there's definitely <laughs> some stuff that like i don't know big big shit i don't know i feel right now to be completely honest with everyone listening like 2019 is the year that either show of hands is going to explode and be fucking amazing or completely tank why would it tank i don't know but that i feel like those are the two options because i'm doing i'm Aren't changing those the two options for, for everything? everything yes but like <laughs> i feel like i'm doing kind of big move things mm. that like are either going to be so smart and the best things i've yeah. ever done and the growth is going to be exponential yeah. or it's going to just run straight into the ground it, there's no, there's no like status quo. At this, there's no like okay. it just plateaus, because like the 2017 <laughs> holiday show was yeah. so crazy bonkers, and like 
allowed me to do new things for 2018. And now in 2018, I have like, I'm like, let's add more shows. Let's get bigger sponsors. Let's move. The, let's and like shit's happening with the space that I don't. Who knows yeah, what that's yeah, going to be? Yeah. That could be amazing or terrible. I well, have no idea. You heard it here. Sign up for all the 2019 show of hands events because this that might be, be it. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's either going to be up for all of them. It's going to be the best thing ever or the worst thing ever. I mean, my gut is telling me it's going to be the best thing ever. I mean, you've gotten you've put feelers out there and gotten yes. good responses. And also, I also like the people, the few people who are like, I don't know. I don't, don't. care about them. Like I hate like that sounds really no, no, no. rough and brutal, but like I'm not here for you. That's years of wisdom that allows you to say that. It's also like, I think when people have criticisms for things, sometimes I'm like, how many shows have you done? Like, if you've done 20 shows and you're like, this is a bad idea. And if you've done 200 shows and you tell me this is a bad idea, like, who am I listening to? Right. Well, The person that's done 20 shows or the person that's done 200 shows? Also, just like, in terms of general numbers, like... Never make decisions based on one or two on people. On two people on Facebook telling you that something is not or what they anything like. anything, like, I was saying before we started recording, like, I'm so glad that I'm, I've been doing it for long enough that I will not jump through someone else's hoops yes. to get their business. Yes. Because it will always end up terribly, and, you, and, and I will the regret it. that you I, know that that will happen. I would rather just not do it than to have to kick myself later. Well, right. And that's what, that's literally what you learn when you have more and more experience. Because like, if a shitty situation happens once, you're like, "Mm, I don't know, that could have been a fluke. That could have been that person's an asshole. But if it happens six times, you basically are like, cool, new policy in place. And then when somebody's like, oh, hi, can you just make an exception for me? You're like, no, I don't do that. Mm -hmm. And then when they're like, no, come on, please. No, I don't do that. Oh, come on, block. Right. (laughs) Email blocked. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you just don't have time for it anymore. I just, it, things like that, that, um, where someone's assuming, um, how your business is run. Yes. Or what kind of time you have. It's just. I, well, and also 98% of the time, those people are specifically trying to manipulate you. Yeah. They know that in other experiences they've had with lesser experienced companies mm-hmm. who don't have policies, they know that they've gotten away with it before. Right. And so they're going to keep trying to manipulate people And I feel like I definitely did a lot of that For because sure. like, I had the time. Yes. Um, and, and that's the vicious cycle yeah. that's created. Like, that's mm-hmm. why I get so frustrated with new companies who are like, oh, I just overnighted it for her because she asked me. I'm like, yeah. you're ruining it for the rest yeah. of us. Yeah. Every time you make a decision like that, just because you're okay with it doesn't mean yeah. you didn't just teach someone a bad behavior. You just taught someone that small business owners can be manipulated. Yeah, I mean, that's okay because, like, I feel like I'm teaching them that to, they can't. That, yes, yeah. exactly. For sure. I mean, it's like, it's like that asshole that I had to have kicked out a show of hands. Like, I think about that, like exponentially where I'm like, if you want to walk around my show and barter with people because you've gotten away with it at other shows, that's fine. Not here. Like you, 
like, and all I can think is like, I wish that we lived in a world where other shows stood up for their vendors and kicked people out of shows. But all I can do is be the one that does. That's all I can do. And so like, and if I create an atmosphere where vendors are like, I demand this, like I demand to be protected and I demand, I don't like shows that don't support me and don't kick out creepy people who are trying to haggle me. Like, well, then that's going to make other shows go, huh, we should make sure that that's not happening at our show. And, like, that's all I can do. Yeah. I get, so all I can do is do my own thing and not worry about what other shows are doing. Because I can't walk around other shows and be like, you should really be doing that. Right. Because <laughs> they won't. They'll be like, get the fuck out of here, lady. Who are you? <laughs> well, so, yeah, I think everybody should go, like, for a little... Late night amusement <laughs> should go on girlboss.com yeah. and just poke around on there. Have Don't go on your iPad. Or a glass of wine, whatever it is. Do it while yeah. you're like watching Mindhunter in the background or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> did you finish that? I did. Thank I God. did finish it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think I don't know if there was any lesson to be learned here besides like that website's funny. Oh no, I just felt like ranting today. Oh, for sure felt like a fun thing to I do. Mean, definitely things like that that are kind of bullshit like do like they do build your confidence a little bit. Sure. Like because yeah. you look at it and you're like oh, oh I already I d- know this You're shit. like I already know all this and I don't need this and I'm I'm beyond this. Yeah. And that's good. It's I've, kind of a yeah. little boost yeah. to make you feel like I'm alright. I'm doing fine. Maybe that's what it's there for. Yeah, I'm doing fine. Yeah maybe that's their whole MO. Their behind the scenes is like we're actually faking all of this um, to make you all feel smarter than you actually yeah. are. Yeah. Um, that's fair. Wait, I had another <laughs> that's thought. That's fair. Um, oh, right. So we're going to do some scheduling after. Yes. We're going to um, do some scheduling. We might go back to my house and get Michelle's birthday present <laughs> because I totally <laughs> forgot it and left it on my kitchen table. And I'm really sad about it because it's real good. Um, and then, yeah, we're going to... This, this episode will come out on Tuesday and then we'll probably have some special episodes coming up we with have, some like yeah, some special guests to do with and people. like specific topics. We have a brainstorming session yes. in the works, which I hope I would, I'm excited for that because I would like to do that like on the regular. Sure. Um, so yeah, we, we just have issues with our schedules and, you know, finding more than um, the bus ride over to do the research for the podcast. <laughs> We it's need interns. Hard. We need a team of interns. I want to do this really good episode on pricing. We will. We'll do it eventually. I want to do it soon. Well, then we should schedule that. Yeah. Let's schedule that. Okay. Okay. Because then if we have time, if it's scheduled ahead of time, then we'll both have more yeah. chances Basically, to do research. Basically, I skimmed lightly one article <laughs> and that's all I've done. And I'm ready. <laughs> I mean, that's the most that we do for any episode. I want, I want to get multiple sources yes. because the one that I saw was insane. The markup that they were recommending oh, yeah, for sure, just fucking insane. And I want to know if like, this is the norm and I should be charging a million dollars. I'm definitely going to watch a couple specific episodes of The Profit okay. for my research. Okay, you do that. I'm not going to. And then I'm going to also, <laughs> I'm sure there are some articles that I'll want to check up on. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of information out there. And if you guys have any really great sources for like, for even if they're like, if they're good and or terrible. Yeah. Like that can, either way, we're yeah. fine with. Um, send a, like links to articles or books that you've yeah, read or I think I have all these like topics half-assed started yeah. that I keep me I want to throw them in the group and get more information collected yeah 
Yeah. All right. We're done. Right? Cool. Yeah, we're done. So um, join the Facebook group. I feel like we haven't said rate and review in like a year. Yeah, rate and so review us on iTunes. On I know iTunes. that a lot of you are new listeners that have maybe have listened to like five or ten episodes now. Maybe we have new listeners from the Renegade episode. And even if it's just like go on there and give us a rating and like just write like a sentence that you're like, I like to listen to this on my car ride. Or it's fine. Or like it's it's kind of dumb, but it's entertaining. Like you can write that too. And then yeah. give us like four stars. That's yeah. fine. We just want more ratings. Yeah. We like it. More than like five yeah. that we have. And we're almost to 11,000 downloads, Woo. which is exciting. Um, yeah. And then it always you can contact us by sending us email at pancaketownpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Thank Bye. you.